This is Chris Hughes with the Christian Perspective Podcast with Chris Hughes, where we encourage our listeners to engage the culture with Jesus Christ. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. So enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Wow, do we have the bases loaded today? (laughs) I've got to tell you, I'm so excited about this show. I've been all week uh, as God... You know, always, it's just amazing how many cool people I get to come in contact with and how he's building his kingdom through people's passions. And so we'll just jump right in here. First off, we have Blake Maddox. And Blake is with an amazing ministry that I've just found out about recently out of Colorado, I believe, 365 Men. It's a podcast every day on Christian men like day before yesterday was John Bunyan as we just got through the Christian with the Plymouth Progress um, episode uh, today. Welcome, Blake. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. And wow, you have a great radio voice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and, and so you're a pastor, right? And and so tell me, you know, what's 365 Men? 365 Christian Men is the kind of fulfillment of a vision man and his wife had who were raising four sons. He's a man who was passionate about church history, and he approached me a little bit, almost four years ago, and said, I have a vision to write stories. I want to write short, inspirational stories about real men, historical and modern-day men. So we set out with the idea initially that we were going to write one story per day about a man, and it was going to be either a historical man or a modern-day man. The idea initially was that we were going to create an e-book or a print-on-demand book. And as we started getting into the project and realizing more and more how men are wired, we realized that uh, that a podcast or a video would probably fit well into the wheelhouse of most men who are busy and have lots of demands on their schedule. R- really, we we built this on the foundation of Hebrews 12.1, that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses who've already run the race and we're, in fact, running the race now. And so we wanted to write stories that would uh, inspire men, challenge men, remind men of God's faithfulness. And we wanted to do it in short snippets. Our our podcasts are four to seven minutes in length. We wanted to just uh, give enough to a man every day to uh, do one of those several things. And oh my goodness, has it been a home run, speaking of the bases loaded, um, it has really caught on. I, I have to tell you my personal experience. It's how I found out about it. I, I actually didn't know anything about it. And I saw that my my personal podcast numbers exploded in the month of November like they never had before. And all of a sudden, somebody showed me this link was that I couldn't even believe it. I still don't believe it, that, that one of the men that they wrote about was me. And, and, yeah. and you didn't interview me, so I didn't know it was actually there because I don't follow everything like I should. And like, oh my goodness, you guys must have a huge following. 
Well, it's really been incredible what God has done with 365 Christian Men. We've not marketed it at all, really. It's all been kind of word of mouth, and uh, God's really taken this thing and, and really brought it around the globe, and uh, it's it's being featured in lots of different countries and uh, lots of different locations, and we're just, we're, we're actually very humbled uh, with what God's been able to do, but really it's, it's uh, His method. Uh, he Jesus taught using parables and stories, and uh, God uh, God likes to tell stories. So we just kind of partnered with what uh, what God's already done, and with how God uses people. And we just wanted to to jump on that and share your story was in, <laughs> incredibly powerful. I just appreciated how your vulnerability, um, you know, allowed God to speak to you and through you and and minister. And so, yeah, we were honored to do your story and and the story of others. Well, speaking of Christian men, second base here, well, probably first, but I don't know. We have Sandy Roberson. I hope I'm getting that right, Sandy. He is yeah, actually sir. he's actually the mayor of the city of Rocky Mount and running for Congress. But how cool that, I mean, talk about being vulnerable, a Christian man going to step into political office in times like this. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, my hat's off to you, my friend. And we're just really anxious to hear how God's been working up there in Rocky Mount. Sure. Well, look, I really appreciate uh, this opportunity to share and to, to be part of this uh, uh, show. You know, I, I decided to run for mayor really a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, when I just got kind of irritated and angry with our local political situation and really felt like, you know what, God was leading me to do that just from the perspective of trying to change the conversation. We've gotten bogged down into uh, some ugly racial politics. We've gotten bogged down in some things that, frankly, I don't think matter, but tend to be very divisive toward folks. And so the intent was to at least change the conversation that was going on in the community, you know, not much less win. But I was very fortunate. Um, God really blessed us. We, we were able to win by the largest majority that um, had ever happened in our community with the most votes ever cast in our community. And you know, while in North Carolina, statutorily, mayors have very, very, very little control uh, or political power or statutory authority, you know, what they are is they are the spiritual head of the community. And so uh, through that platform, we've been able to, I've been able to sit down with my mayor pro Tims. I've been able to sit down with uh, other folks in our community, and we've really just been able to pray for the city of Rocky Mountain. And, and, since, and since those initiatives, it's just been wonderful see God work and what he's doing in, in ways that nobody can really touch. And there's no question that it's a God thing. And just to be part of that journey, part of that mission is has been exciting to me. As and it continues to be exciting. It is so cool. And I got to tell you, if you go to kingdompursuits.com today, I've got you know, Blake Maddox, 365 Men. There's a link there where you can see this podcast, which is really phenomenal. I, I mean, really phenomenal. As well as Sandy, if you go to the the, the city of Rocky Mount's website, it says, what's like, man, this looks like I want to move to Rocky Mount. Just when I look at, you know, and I look at how you guys have that 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 front and center, and and you can you can sense God's presence all over that. But we still got somebody else on base. We got to talk to. We have Shirley Weaver, actually a good friend. We've we've had her show Clear Trumpet on in Charlotte. Uh, previously, and now we just started her podcast. Uh, her podcast is called Running with Horses. A and so, how cool, Shirley? 
to have you on and be able to talk to you again this morning. Oh, my goodness. Yes, Robbie. Boy, the faces are loaded. <laughs> and Blake does have a great radio voice. And we love Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. So sh- shout out there. Listen, we have got a new podcast, Thanks to Truth Network and Robbie Dillmore. And we are so excited about the connection and about the way that we're getting started here is another opportunity to present the message that we have, which is primarily governmental as um, a ministry and as an individual. We've been involved in intercession both in Washington, D.C. and locally for some time, and we discovered years ago the power of um, an authority in prayer the government of God, the kingdom of God. And so we're really uh, um, trying to maximize our efforts there. Also, with the title of our podcast, which is Running with Horses, comes from 1 Kings 18, the story of Ahab and the confrontation there with um, the story of Elijah, excuse me, and the confrontation with King Ahab and how he actually outran the horses back to Jezreel, well, that's the point, that we have supernatural endowments and that we can accomplish unusual outcomes if we understand that that's available. So that's what we're doing. That's who we are. And we're really thrilled with this. It's just an opportunity, another opportunity besides the book and our um, the other ways that we promote the message to get that word out. There you go. Supernatural outcome. Well, surely I hate it. Got to go to a break, especially when I have the bases so loaded. I mean, I'm so excited to talk about all these guests, and so we're excited that you're going to stay with us. Of course, we got to do Robbie's Riddle here in a minute. You don't want to miss that. And I have to tell you, it's pretty funny stuff. I'm really looking forward to it. So stay tuned. we got so much more Kingdom Pursuits coming up. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And uh, as we talked about, we got the bases loaded today. We have Blake Maddox with 365 Men. They have a podcast out there every single day. They're, They're highlighting a man of, you know, through the church history or current men that they find to write stories on their absolutely neat five, six minute podcasts. And Sandy Roberson, who is the mayor of Rocky Mount, is currently running for Congress and what God's doing in, in Rocky Mount and, and, and hopefully opportunities to do throughout North Carolina is as he is running now for that. And then Shirley Weaver is uh, on the truth network podcast network. Uh, with her new podcast, actually just finished her second episode. It's called Running With Horses Podcast. So you might imagine, uh, Carmen, I know you would, that speaking of horses, because, you know, (laughs) Robbie does love to horse around. So anyway, uh, you know, I don't know if you thought about this one, Carmen, but if you are running with horses, right, and at the same time you're being chased by a lion, on your left is a giraffe, and on your right is a unicorn. 
What are you supposed to do? I have no idea. Shirley, you, you know about running with horses. What, what are you supposed to do in this situation? Completely blank. Well, you you just sit back and enjoy your ride on the carousel. <laughs> so there you go. So, you know, and here's another long-held secret. I mean, a lot of people wonder, you know, how did Elijah do it? How do you run with the horses? I know you're wondering, Carmen. How do you get that kind of speed, supernatural, you know, kind of thing? Well, one of their secrets you might know is to maintain a stable diet okay <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> <All right. laughs> and i know sandy's gonna like this one see the horses do run well they never make it as mayors they just don't <laughs> or really they, they never make it as a, in any other political office do you know why carmen no i don't tell me Robbie. Uh, you got any idea sandy uh you know i have none they always vote nay. <laughs> they just do. You know, that's the issue. So, um, actually, I have a bonus joke today, Carmen, because I saw this and I could not tell it. It's so funny. <laughs> so, here's a question. Uh, where does a person end and a horse start? Now, think about that. Where does a person end and a horse start? There you go, at the centaur. Ah. <laughs> For those of you who have ever seen that Greek mythological whatever. Anyway, you knew at the end of that I actually would have a Bible riddle. And so right along with running with horses, which prophet in the Bible? Although Shirley kind of gave it away in the first segment. <laughs> I was trying to say, whoop, down low on the prophet running. But anyway, which prophet in the Bible outran... The horses, but it also is an additional hint. It's also got the same name as young man who threw a ring in the Mount Doom. <laughs> well, there's a tricky part of it. The young man who threw the, the ring in the Mount Doom happens to be similar to the man who outran the horses. So you call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And if they do that, Carmen, tell them what they'll win. They'll win one of our wonderful reads from the Kingdom Pursuits Prize Bowl. Oh, and it's just loaded, loaded with reads. And I'm really excited to give it away. Plus, I'm anxious to hear your answers. As always, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So, Blake, uh, I am still just totally intrigued. Uh, and how fun to pick these amazing, like I couldn't help but notice that just recently you picked John Bunyan. Like, what a story. And then I love what you told about him. It was, it's a little fresh information there. Yeah, what what we did with the writing of these stories is we we actually hired professional writers and we asked them to just kind of mine the stories that are known and well known, but also maybe more unknown, and uh, and and write a story that would uh, challenge and inspire uh, listeners. And so we we weren't necessarily looking for the most known story about somebody maybe one that was uh, a little less known, but one that could still really challenge. And the one, of course, about John Bunyan was that he offered a ride to a woman on a horse. And, uh, of course, 
it wasn't uh, it wasn't not only politically but spiritually acceptable in that day, and just the lessons that that were learned uh, from that. So, uh, yeah, so the the writers were incredibly helpful in in doing that. That we hired professionals so that they could really kind of extract some things that might not necessarily be known by lots and lots of people. Yeah, and it's so clear when when you look at their website, and again, the podcast is it's, the link is there at kingdompursuits.com, but it's just three sixty five men, and not hard to Google. <laughs> Pretty right. easy, yeah. three sixty five yeah. men. Uh, but you can tell that that your heart is to highlight people. That that, that it, I, I think, in fact, you said the word just ordinary people, right? All of these people, John Bunyan, with you, you name it. Paul himself, they were just ordinary people. I think that's the beauty of our relationship with God. The scripture is filled with VMPs, what I call VMPs, very messy people. And in spite of <laughs> in spite of that, God uh, God puts the call on our lives and and we walk it out in the in the messiness of life. And we wanted to encourage people who maybe are struggling, maybe have had uh, something that has set them back and we wanted to be able to remind them that God's not finished, that you're still running that race. The others have gone on and they've completed theirs, but we're still running ours. And we want to inspire you to continue to run yours. Yeah. And speaking of running, <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we have our own VMP, very messy person, Sandy Roberson. <laughs> Amen to that, brother. I'll claim the title. <laughs> I, I know I have it. I, there's no doubt. If you're talking messy, you, you know. Just look at my car. <laughs> That's a lot easier to clean up, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> in my life. But, you know, how neat. I love that. VMPs. I'm going to have to write that somewhere. Um, I love that. Anyway, uh, so, Sandy, like, how in the world? You, you, obviously, you, you've got the mayor thing, and it's going super well. How did God put it on your heart for this new adventure? Like Congress, really? Yeah, you know, so a couple of people just started mentioning it to me, and I started thinking about it, praying about it, and just really felt led in that direction. And, you know, let me tell you, over and over and over in my life, um, you know, there are many, many indications where God's just absolutely in control. And, and many times, in many occasions, uh, I had a plan that I was trying to execute generally in business, and quite frankly, it, it didn't work. It didn't work as well as you wanted it to, right? And then yeah. there's those moments that just seem to kind of happen, and you know that God's, you know, there. And so the, the hardest thing, yet the easiest thing to do is just say yes. But it's a very hard thing from time to time. So I, I don't know that I can give you a tangible answer to that, other than just knowing that it's a calling and a tug and a pull of my life, and um, it's something I'll just pursue. You know, and I believe that God is is there, and I uh, want to uh, answer His call. You know, my my prayer every morning is that God place a hedge of thorns around me and my family, and a multitude of angels around us, and that we will not participate in evil, nor will evil impact us, and that He direct our steps. And I just believe that He's absolutely, totally in control, and to the extent that I can be His servant, I, I choose to do that and want to do that. Uh, and, and I know that it will take whatever form it takes, whether it looks like a congressman in the future or whether it looks like something else. But right. that's just uh, my job, right, is just to say yes. That's so cool. And and what's really neat is I, um, 
you know, we don't we don't have a huge staff here at the Druid Network, so I actually edit Shirley's podcast. And so yesterday I had a chance to edit her second episode, which is all about authority. I mean, just really on topic, Shirley, with with talking about people that are running in office and mayors and 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 how we all need to to realize the importance of authority. As a matter of fact, um, you may know this. The only time in the scriptures where it says that Jesus marveled at somebody's faith was when the Roman centurion talked about, well, you know, we understand the authority, right? And that was when Jesus, you know, said they, he marveled at this Roman's faith, and he, he wasn't even a Jew, right, Shirley? Exactly. And the, the power aspect, the authority aspect, is really um, the underpinning of a move of God in our nation, men and women like Sandy are being raised up for such a time as this, and it's because of the authority aspect of God's uh, hand on their life. The power of God came on Elijah that day because the hand of the Lord was upon him, so that he ran ahead of a beast, really. So in that same way, those who have ears to hear can understand this power aspect, the authority of God to do exploits. Those are, you know, Daniel spoke of the exploits of those who do know God. And so we we hear so much about the love of God, and that is absolutely necessary. But the power of God is what must come place right now, come forth in our time, not only like in my town, in my state, in this nation, but around the world, this is what God is doing. And he has raised up people like Sandy and like Blake with a voice to bring forth the word of the Lord. There you go. So how fun. Um, Wow. I'm so excited to share some more time with these. Shirley Weaver with Running With Horses podcast, Sandy Robertson, he is the mayor of Rocky Mount and Blake Maddox, Maddox with 365 men. And we need your answer about this running prophet. 866-34-TRUTH. Well, welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we're supposed to hear your phone calls. <laughs> I don't know what's going on about who was his fast-running uh, prophet, and I thought it was particularly challenging. You know, who was it also threw the ring into Mount Doom? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And uh, today we have with us Shirley Weaver with Running With Horses, Sandy Roberson, who is the mayor of Rocky Mountain and running for Congress, and Blake Maddox, who is with 365 Men. Uh, an amazing podcast, short five, six-minute stories of of just men that were ordinary people that God did something extraordinary with, and they became <laughs> very messy people. I like that, VMPs. So, Sandy, I have noted throughout my life, <laughs> and I, God's given me a lot of interesting adventures I get to go on, that, um, it, it, you know, it seems like he's always challenging me uh, beyond what I think I can do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and then when I step out on that 
you know, bridge like an Indiana Jones where, you know, you can't see where your foot's going. Um, and he shows up, you know, while the adventure is just like, oh, my goodness, I had no idea what this would do for my heart. Because radio was that way for me. I was a car salesman my whole life, you know. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But so I'm curious. I am very curious. Like you step into this job as mayor, and I'm, I'm sure you had that feeling like, man, I have no idea where to put down my foot. How did God come after Sandy's heart? Like how did you sense, okay, God, this is, this is what you are doing for, not for the city of Rocky Mount, but for Sandy Roberson. Sure. So I'll answer that by saying that I believe that my steps have been ordered. Uh, I have had a series of, of just what you're talking about throughout my life. You know, I'm overwhelmed by the next step. The, the thing that I realized fairly early on is that if I give the proper time and attention to God, in other words, if I submit myself to him and I meditate and I give him time during my day, it's amazing how much time I have to accomplish what I need to accomplish in any given day. And he also gives me direction and gives me insight as to what I need to be doing. Uh, and, and when I'm not doing that, you know, when I start trying to do this on my own, I find that I'm overwhelmed and I'm starting to, to burn a little bit. It's just, I can't quite get it done. I'm always 24 hours is on and off. So it's always a general reminder to me just to go back and just talk to God, give him the time, meditate in him and his word. And then amazingly, time is created. So uh, we start out as mayor. I, I believe that all of my business career uh, had led up to this moment. Uh, I've had the benefit and opportunity to manage thousands of people uh, and uh, be a serial entrepreneur in many places, uh, primarily in the southeast, but certainly in our district, and have an understanding of the culture and folks. And then certainly when it came to the city of Rocky Mount, that was applicable. Um, but it really comes down to, I believe that God just ordered my steps and every experience that I've had, good and bad, those that, um, are a negative consequence of my own behavior, uh, also served as a teaching moment for me. And, um, and, and so it is always scary. It is always interesting to go out on that new frontier, but I've never felt ill-prepared or, um, out there on my own. I just have always known, uh, that through experience and through God, through his relationship, uh, that we're able to go forward and conquer whatever he tells us to do. Yeah, that's really cool. You quote the 119th Psalm, the pay section, right, where he says, order my steps that know that not any dominion, iniquity would have dominion over me. Like, right. um, really cool thing <laughs> for those of us who have struggles with iniquity, um, you know, as, as, as he'll order our steps. Well, Surely I'm interested in your in your life, right? As you've stepped into Clear Trumpet, your ministry, your book. Um, how did God sneak up on Shirley? And what, what did he do um, for you personally that kind of surprised you? Well, he did sneak up. Like in the last two years, amazing. It's been a whirlwind. I think I've said this to you before. I thought I was going to catch my breath back in the fall, but... No, it has been uh, a time, I think, both with the book, we've just launched a new app for our ministry, and the podcast is new, although we've done podcasts in the, in the past. All of this has to do, like, the new thrust with the book, with the app, with the podcast, is to remind the church world, 
not to sit out this incredible time in history, but rather to step up like uh, the Deborahs and the Esthers and to be available to bring the authority that we have, not only with the Word of God, but with just our standing as believers, our covenant with Him. And initially, Robbie, honestly, when the Lord really put His hand on my life years ago, He surrounded me with people who knew the Word and who knew how to pray, and that was new to me because I was churched and um, thought, you know, everything was in order. But in that environment, I discovered authority and an open door that I wasn't aware of before. And since then, both with my own life just personally, but also with our ministry, which is a clear trumpet, and Shirley Weaver Ministries, it's sort of a, a hyphenated name there, it the idea is to instill both in as many people as we can, as fast as we can, and to bring about these unusual outcomes like Elijah had that day. And, it, you know, I just got a call last night from a lady up in Michigan, I believe it is, and she was calling for prayer for her sister, who was quite ill, And the reason she was calling us was years ago, she called, and she was quite ill. We prayed, and Robbie, she was instantly healed, instantly healed. And so in her mind and in her connection to us, that's like a power connection. Well, as she reminded me of it, I remembered, I was just so thankful for that memory and to say, Thank you, God, for doing that every chance that we get. That's beautiful. Absolutely wonderful. Well, Blake, Blake um, you know, obviously you have so many different ministries, but I'm interested in where, where God, you know, actually came after Blake. Yeah, well, that, that's, a, that's a whole new story for sure. Uh, so this uh, season of walking into 365 uh, Christian men came out of a season of brokenness for me, and uh, just uh, you know, the supernatural opening of a door for me to step into this, and uh, just just uh, as, as these stories begin to, to come to light, we've just actually started what we're calling Adorned Women, which is uh, the sister to 365 Men. We're, we're writing stories about women, and uh, so for me, it came out of a season of brokenness, and the process of walking through with the writers and narrators and other team members that we had that helped produce all this just brought me back to the faithfulness of God. God is faithful. God uh, was faithful in the past. He'll, he's faithful now, and he'll be faithful in the future. And uh, and and so it's just been a great season for me of, uh, of just uh, reminding myself of God's goodness and God's faithfulness and just the importance of uh, doing what it is that God's called us to do. And so um, I, I guess that for me has been just such an exciting, almost four years now. We started this in 2018, and uh, so we'll, we'll we'll have been doing this for four years here. Just, wow. Uh, the next couple months. And isn't it just amazing? I mean, uh, when you turn that, like, I know I have all kinds of faith in God, but the really weird turnaround on that is he has faith in me. 
Like what? (laughs) You know me really well. (laughs) You know, that's just so cool. It really is. Well, we got one more segment of Kingdom Pursuits. And we want to mention again that if you go to kingdompursuits.com, you're going to find the Running With Horses podcast uh, all about, again, Mayor Sandy Roberson and 365 men. Of course, you can Google all those individually, whichever way you prefer. But man, they got some really neat stuff. So I was suggest you get connected. We'll be right back with more Kingdom Pursuit. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. Oh my goodness, what a show we've had today. And I can see for some reason we're being shy today on calling us with an answer about Elijah, which I knew that we gave away several times throughout the show. But I don't know if you ever put it together that the actor who played uh, Frodo, his name was Elijah Wood. (laughs) So who would throw the ring in Mount Doom? Elijah Wood. (laughs) Something to think about. Anyway, Blake, you have such a cool. I I I I still sit amazed at at what God does through um, people that are, you know, just listen, and so I'm curious of all these stories that you've had, um, which story grabbed you the most, and would you share a little bit of it with our listeners? Well, that is that is a really tough question because we uh, we had 365 of them. <laughs> I, I think you know yours. I mean, we we wrote your story, and uh, you know, I was I was challenged by that story because, uh, you know, in the busyness of our life and the demands on our schedules, we can easily be uh, distracted from being a part of what what God is wanting to do. Sandy, you were mentioning just the importance of that time of abiding and spending time with God. Uh, we wrote with every story what we call a timeless truth or an anchor, and the one that we wrote for your story, Robbie, was. Don't miss an opportunity to listen, lean into another man's fear, and share Jesus. And I think, for me, every story, every time I listen to it, and I've listened to all of them multiple times, there's fresh revelation that comes from it. And that's that's God's favor, that's God's wisdom, is that through the power of story, and that's why Jesus spoke in parables, through the power of story, God not only transforms us, but he transforms others. I I love the James Dobson story that we wrote. James Dobson tells of being a tennis player at UCLA, and uh, many, many years later, while he was very proud of the trophies that he had won um, for uh, you know his tennis accolades at UCLA, and years and years later, somebody was rummaging through a, a dumpster in the back of the uh, campus somewhere, and they they had made the decision that it was time to get rid of the trophies. And I remember James Dobson coined the phrase that life will trash your trophies. And uh, just, just again, another reminder of you know what we put our what we put our priorities in and, and our focus in is are they temporal things or are they eternal things? And so, it, it would be hard for me to pick one story because every story seems like it has new uh, new manna for the day. Yeah, I love that, and I was you know it's funny that you mentioned that because this morning on my way I was. the Christian Car Guy show I did on proximity has to do with holiness, right? Um, that that the closer you get to God, the the holier you, you know. And, and I thought about in my own life, 
what challenged me the most was I, I love to hunt and fish. <laughs> I love to hunt and fish. And I could get up. If somebody said, Robbie, we're going fishing tomorrow morning. Can we get up at 1 o'clock and meet, you know, to go to the beach? I, without hesitating, man, I'd be up. I'm ready to go. But it challenged me tremendously that I didn't have that same, at one point in my life, fervor, like to get up at 1 in the morning if I thought I could meet with God. But then as, as I began to understand, like, oh, my goodness, he's up for that. I mean, if, if you want to get up at one, he'll get up at one with you. Right, Sandy? I mean, that's what you're explaining. Well, that's absolutely been my story. And, um, and, and it's amazing. Sometimes when you wake up in the middle of the night, that's exactly a call to do nothing but to pray, you know, to ask God. I mean, you, you don't know what you don't know, but he will reveal it to you. And that's been my experience throughout my life, and that's the blessing. It's always at an inconvenient and uncomfortable period in time, typically for me. Um, but but I relish the opportunities, and, you know, and I relish even what seems to be a negative in the life in the moment, because what I've found is that's really a learning experience, and and those are the things that have enriched my life in, in a very real and tangible way. Right, and Shirley, we only got a, a couple of minutes left, but I wanted to get to you. In your life, do you find the same thing? Like, oh my goodness, I get to spend time with a God. Absolutely, the the presence of God. Moses said, "If your presence does not go with us, we cannot go." So, without a knowledge, uh, practicing the presence of God, you're you're just empty. Uh, you're kind of a shell, really. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Yeah, because that shell was meant to hold, <laughs> you, you know, God without it, you know, it just, it just kind of echoes around in there. And, and yes. I, and I love, um, that concept, uh, that you, that you talk about in both your podcasts that, that, you know, it's fundamental, uh, what Moses said and, and what, because he'd understood it, but I thought about it like, he's the guy that had the courage when everybody else didn't want to talk to God. Like he'll, t- you go, Moses, you go up the mountain. We're good. We're over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's the courage, you know, that, that it took to climb that thing, man. Cause it had to be scary for lightning and all that stuff. Yes. Find his presence, get in his presence, align with him and then tap in to the future, the plan just, not just today, but tomorrow and the next day, because there is a plan ahead of us. Ah, so beautiful. Again, Running With Horses is Shirley's podcast, and 365 Men, and, and, and now we've got, what was the name of the woman one, Blake? Adorned Women. Adorned Women. And, of course, Sandy Roberson. Remember that name, especially if you're in eastern North Carolina. He's running for Congress. And you can go to his website, everybody's websites, or the kingdompursuits.com. I'm so grateful for all y'all joining me today. It was an awesome show. I'm so grateful for you who listen. Like, without you, we can't do this. And, and right now, you're up for some really cool stuff. Encouraging Prayer comes up in a second, followed by Masculine Journey, then Nikita Koloff. It's time to man up with the Russian nightmare, Shatoata. <laughs> This is the Truth Network.